and I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. It's a very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. First and foremost, you have to go to hauntedaf.com. That's our website. Oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff on there right now. Right now. I know, and I've already had two or three people reach out to me and say, you need a page just for your ghost photos, and we'll get on that, but cut me some freaking (laughs) slack. Dude, that means we have to make a whole other page. I know. And I'm really, like, website illiterate, making this shit up as we go along. (laughs) Really? Never mind that you're also a mother of two and and crazy busy. And crazy busy. We're we're both very busy women. So, um, but we are working on that. In the meantime, just go to hauntedaf.com, go to the blogs, and you can see all the pictures. That's where you can see Scott's pictures. Mm -hmm. And this is great because we got an email right after we posted Scott's story, and somebody else got a weird picture from the Harrisburg State Hospital. So read this. This is awesome. All right, this is an email that came in. It says, I saw you were doing a piece on the Harrisburg State Hospital and wanted to share my experience. I was recently there for a concert that had ended up being canceled due to a storm. Before we made the long trip back home, I googled to see if there was anything fun to do before we left, and the Harrisburg State Hospital comes up. <laughs> I love We've it. We've got to go. I know. I to go love there. it. Okay, so we drove up and saw so many abandoned buildings. Oddly, it didn't give me the creeps. It was just beautiful, and it is. It's a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. I began to snap photos of everything. I wanted to take one to the front door because the address sign was beautiful. I walked up to the front door and took a picture of the interior but as soon as I peered inside, my stomach turned. Okay, Ziggy, can you post the first picture? So this is the first photo that she took. So okay. there, and, and I see why she wanted to take that picture. That is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a beautiful out- exterior. Okay, um, so takes the picture. She walks up and looks inside. Okay, yeah. keep going. I felt a thousand eyes were on me. That was my last photo. And after that, the whole vibe of the grounds changed from peaceful to eerie. So now we need to check the next photo that she took because she said that when she took these pictures home, and she started looking at them, Mm -hmm. that's when she noticed something. And she said she felt like eyes were on her. Yeah. So, a thousand eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see It did look like this? there was a male body part in that one photo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure it's her elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're going to rate the... See how it kind of looks like <laughs> really a sad male body part. <laughs> like a it's, little droopy. Okay. <laughs> So what I think she's talking about is this photo. So do you see the face? Kind of. Yeah, it's just kind of. That's the thing. It's hard. Like, uh, to be honest, when I first got these photos. You're like, nothing's there. I, I didn't see anything. Oh, and I had to draw, draw the little red circle. Right, I know. That way you know where to look. But I thank you for doing that because I don't know that I would have seen anything otherwise. And it's just like any of the other ghost photos that we've gotten. Sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. Yeah, and there, there are moments where you see it and you're like, ah! And then it's not there. And then it's, it's not creepy. there. It's creepy. Yeah. But then there's also like that smoky kind of fog around it or like almost like cobwebs it looks like to me. Right. Well, and she said that she went up and looked inside. There was Ugh. nothing in there that would have given that impression. Ew. 
Right. But the same thing has happened. You know, uh, we posted some photos that Kelsey sent to us. Uh-huh. So Kelsey worked at that um, home for the chronically... Uh, one of the horrifically named hospitals yes. that we've been the featuring lunatic lately. Hospital. It wasn't the lunatic hospital. It was like the the chronically grouchy yeah, the, or like, something. Yeah, like it was invalid or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a really horrible <laughs> name. But so she had taken a picture and it looked like there were orbs. Right. I don't know how to identify an orb, but that's kind of what it looked like. So we posted it, and then my cousin John said, "There's a face in one of those orbs." Did you see it? I, so like, I, this is another one that I'm going back and forth on because sometimes I see a little smirky smile and then other times I don't. And other times I don't. And then somebody went in and did like a pixelated blow up. Right. Like, and they're like, no, it's an animal. I'm like, I don't see it. And then they redid the pixels. And I'm like, okay, now it looks like Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I, so it's really hard to tell. It's so very hard to tell. If you're redoing the picture though, doesn't that make it like a fake kind of? I, I don't. I don't, I don't know either. I don't, I don't know really. That yeah. Falls. I'm not sure. But anyhow, the main point is that you can go to hauntedaf.com yes. And you can see all of these photos yeah. and decide for yourself. And that's where you can catch up on all the other stuff that Absolutely. we're doing. Find out how you can spend the night at the Overlook Hotel oh. and like watch The Shining while yes. you're there, which is so cool. Oh. We also have free passes to see it too. I am so stinking excited yes. about this. Uh, Haunted AF is going to host this. Yay. So Rebecca and I are both going to be there. So make sure you go to hauntedaf.com, get your free movie passes yep. to see that and uh, and look for us. They might be gone by now, honestly. Yeah, because so, that's going to be a huge movie. Yeah, it's going to be so, huge. Again, go to hauntedaf.com to uh, snag those. Oh, okay. So we got some more audio and this one came from Emily. Unfortunately, it cuts off pretty quickly, but let's take a listen to Emily's story. Hi, this is Emily. My husband and I neither one really believe in ghosts, but we also don't not believe in them. We've just never really had any experiences. I was a history major in college, but I also did my senior thesis on Thanatourism. So anytime we travel, we always tour cemeteries, battlefields, haunted places. So about three years ago, we went down to Charleston for a little mini vacation and we were doing a haunted cemetery tour well while we're walking around the cemetery you know they're telling us all the ghost stories and we aren't seeing anything we're not hearing anything we're not seeing anything there are no orbs popping up in our photos it was really hot and muggy it was in june and the guy takes us over to this one spot where there was a mass grave found when they were doing some exploration through the city we start to move on and my husband wants to stop and look at what's written on the gravestone so he and i stop and all of a sudden there's this massive updraft of cold air rushes up from the ground up between two gravestones where we're at. And this cemetery is located between buildings. There's no tunnel of draft or anything. It's very protected from the weather where it is. So it's very hot and still through the whole place. But all of a sudden, this updraft of cold, cold air just shoots straight up between our feet. Now, I don't know if that was a paranormal experience or not, but there wasn't really any explanation that he or I, either one, could come up with. And it makes perfect sense when you think about it. He said it was a a mass grave. Right. So that makes sense. Couple of things. What is Thanatourism? I had never heard of that. And I love that she said they don't really believe in ghosts, and yet they go on all these ghost things. I know, it's so funny. But she did go on to say that she's a kleptomaniac anytime she goes to these haunted (laughs) places. Okay. Emily has taken, she says she found this heart-shaped rock at a graveyard in New Orleans. Don't take their stuff. And they even told her during the tour, do not take anything. She takes home this uh, heart-shaped rock. She also found what appears to be part of a clavicle when they were inside the catacombs in Paris. 
So we're all good. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's happened yet. Yeah, don't do that. Emily, uh, I don't know how she's getting away with that. I don't either. And so I've been to the catacombs in Paris, okay? Yeah. I didn't touch anything because I know better. Yeah. Like, don't touch other... It's it's because it's thousands and thousands of dead bodies. It's a body. Can you, like, feel it when you go in? I'm dying to go to the catacombs. So it's awesome. Yeah. It is so awesome. But it is, like, it's underground, so of course it's going to be cold. But it's cold and creepy and damp and dark and, like... I would not want to go at night for Dude. sure. And there's that, what's that movie that's about the catacombs in Paris where they all die? It's like uh, the, I, I don't know. As Above, So Below? Yes, As Above, I So Below. I have seen that. I need to see it's that. crazy. Oh, okay. Oh, it's crazy. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. Okay, another email. This one is from Chrissy. Why don't you read this one for all us? All right. For as long as I can remember, I have had a ghost that seems to be attached to me. My boyfriend jokingly calls it the demon. Well, that's a mistake. I know. <laughs> uh, because of the random cuts and bruises I get. Dude. So she said, I was eight the first time I encountered her. She would move uh, my things, like push a cup around on the table or my books wouldn't be where I left them. When I was 10, I saw her for the first time. Dang. My younger sister had gone to a friend's house uh, for a sleepover and I slept in her bed that night. So I woke up around 1 or 2 a.m. and saw a figure at the foot of my bed, but I assumed it was my sister. After a few minutes, I realized, oh, hey, my sister's not home. So I opened my eyes and there was a little girl standing by my head. I don't like Mm. this this going. Uh, She laughed and told me to shush before disappearing. (laughs) Why was she going, ah, ah? Yeah, I was like, were you screaming? (laughs) Bratty ghost. (laughs) Shush. Shush. We're not the library ghosty girl. Um, (laughs) Just this last year, I saw her again, almost the exact same thing. Woke up with her at the foot of my bed, only this time she sat down before disappearing. It's been years and we've moved multiple times, so I know she isn't attached to a place. I haven't researched her or tried to get rid of her because she doesn't seem malicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the bruises and cuts aren't painful. <laughs> they just show up and disappear after a few days. Wow. The only somewhat malicious thing I can think of is when my boyfriend first called her the demon, she knocked a big shield <laughs> off the wall. That's malicious. I don't know. Yeah. You, oh, I, oh, but she. Here's the justification: is that neither one of us were close to it, so we didn't or wouldn't have been hurt. So it's not malicious. So it's no big deal. I'm sorry if a ghost is throwing things off your wall. Yeah. That's not good. She's just having a little temper tantrum. Yeah. It's just like to be called the demon, right? Because she is a demon. Because she is a demon, and she's attached to you, and you need to get rid of her. Let's see if we have Ashley on the phone. Hello. Hi, Ashley. Yeah, it's her. So we have Ashley on the phone because she sent a really cool email about the school that she had been working at. So tell us your story, Ashley. Okay. um, I began my first year of teaching at an elementary in Nebraska. I was the art teacher there. And I love my school. It was super old. It was built 1890s. And it was also the home to one of Nebraska's infamous mass murderers, Charlie Starkweather. Whoa! Yeah. Um, Anyway, though, uh, as soon as I started working there, I asked some of my coworkers, like, if they've had anything spooky happen to them. And the only person to give me a good story was one of the first grade teachers would constantly have this, like, metal vent in her floor come unscrewed. And I said, well, maybe it was one of the kids messing with it. But she said you'd have to use a screwdriver to get it undone. So she was constantly calling the janitors to get this vent put back on. But my experience happened uh, the summer after my first year. I had to go into the school to grab some supplies. And I wasn't allowed in the building during the daytime because they were doing some refurbishment with the windows. Mm -hmm. So I walk in the evening time there and everything is covered with tarp, all the windows. So it was a little Mm -hmm. extra dark in there. Mm -hmm. And I go to my classroom, I drop off my stuff. And after a few minutes, I'm like, I need to use the restroom. So I start walking down the hallway. 
And when I go in there, I hear what sounds like whispering. And I couldn't make out what words they were saying, but I know it was more than one voice talking. Mm -hmm. And the tarps that were covering the windows were kind of swaying just a little bit. (laughs) So I, I just remember it was loud enough that I actually asked if somebody in there and I got no reply, but then everything just kind of stopped. Oh. I, I was like, I don't need to go to the bathroom that bad. <laughs> Liar, you just did it down your leg, didn't you? I can't you? believe it didn't scare I the know. pee out of you. That's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. Did anything else ever happen in that school? I had one sign in my classroom. It was attached to my whiteboard. And the next day, it was like several feet away from the board. So I don't know if it fell and just bounced, but it seemed just extremely far away. But otherwise, I had nothing but good things at that school. And, and you said it was built in the 1800s? Ooh. Of course yeah, it's haunted. It's got to have something in there. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we love getting feedback from you guys. We Please, do. hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my gosh! Also, write to us directly from hauntedaf.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, all of our places, Instagram. You can Instagram. even leave reviews on iTunes, by the way. Which oh, my God, Plenty of people do. do. And by the way, those of you who have left reviews on iTunes also say you have ghost stories, so you need to email us, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so this came from Jill, um, and I'm going to give Jill an accent, so bear with me. Ooh, what kind of accent? Um, Maybe Texas. Do y'all have the ability to <laughs> slow down your speech? Because, oh, my God, I've never heard two people talk so fast in my life. I can't even keep up lol it stresses me out ha ha but you both could do those commercials where you read all the disclaimers love you girls though the mckinney thing got me hooked because i live there not downtown though so jill and i were writing back and forth and i said i was like i don't know if we've heard that complaint yet i love it though i think it's hilarious (laughs) i was thinking she must be like super southern or something because i feel like we kind of have texas or southern accents yes so i don't feel like we're talking as fast as people can talk I have a solve for this problem. There is a way you can solve. You have a solve? A solve for the problem. Okay. There's a thing on the iTunes app where you can either slow it down or speed it up. So Seriously? she can just slow us down on the app. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I told her that we would try to talk slower. slower. But at the same time, I don't know if I've been trying to do that at all yet. I don't either. But I, I think it's because we get really excited when we get good ghost stories. Yeah, we do. So that gets us really like. That has something to do with it. So sorry, Jill. We will try or just, just yeah. do what Rebecca said. That's can, a great idea. Can I throw out somebody on iTunes was like, stop screaming. And I'm like, we can't. It's a ghost podcast. I know. We're super Sorry. excited yeah, about this you stuff. You just have to turn us down. And you know, for the record, I feel like that's that's my favorite part when I Me listen. Too. Like, I make a point of telling Rebecca, don't read the stories. Don't read or listen to them because I love hearing her scream when we're doing <laughs> I do it. too. It makes so, me feel like I'm at a slumber party. It, it makes it fun. Um, oh, okay. This is, <laughs> we haven't had a Bigfoot story in a while. Yes. So, okay. This comes from Lisa. She says, my brother lives near Canton. Texas in a semi-wooded area. Uh, my brother and sister-in-law were walking their new puppy. We need pictures of the new puppy, please. Yeah, we do. And run across a large footprint at the back of their property. The pic is attached. Uh, Ziggy, can you show the picture? So look, can you see the big footprint? And like, we have a smaller footprint. I mean, it definitely, I can see the... It's a Bigfoot! It's a Bigfoot It's print. definitely a Bigfoot print. I don't see any toes, though. Uh, oh, I see the toes. 
I see toes on okay. that. Again, hauntedaf.com to check out this picture. So it says they were walking the puppy the next day, and he stopped at the edge of the woods and wouldn't go any further. He was Ooh. whimpering and whining, wouldn't go anywhere near the same wooded area. My brother plans to do more investigating. I thought you would enjoy the story and the pic. Yeah, love it. We did. We talked to Billy, who had an awesome ghost, or not ghost story, Bigfoot Big story. story. Yeah, from season one. Go and listen to that. I think he was episode two or three. But even Billy, who saw it, won't admit that it's a Bigfoot. No. He just calls it a big, hairy something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, and we were talking about when he saw Bigfoot, it jumped to the side, right? And so I kept looking at that picture, trying to think like, oh, well, I, it would be cool to see around that, yeah. and just to see if there were any other prints. So, but I think that's why I can't see the toe prints. Like, I think that because they, if they jump from left side to, right, to side, yeah, then they're not digging see, their yes, toes in. Yeah. I actually sat awake the other night, like thinking about Bigfoot. I scared myself <laughs> thinking about Bigfoot. Y'all, I'm serious. I'm not sleeping well right now. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm reading too damn many ghost stories. But that Bigfoot kept me up the other night. Oh, oh and also, <laughs> Allie's story. Get ready for this. Okay. Let's listen to Allie's story. Hi, guys. Can I just say, first off, I love your podcast. I have been binging it ever since I found you like two weeks ago. And I wish that you put out new episodes like every day. But I have two just small ghost stories that happened when I was young. So the first one is at a house that my parents and I lived at where they rented from a friend. It was an older home and we had lived there for about two, three years maybe. My bedroom was the only one upstairs besides this other room that was locked all the time. My mom told me I couldn't go in there. The people that we were renting from, it was all of their stuff, so we weren't allowed to go in. But I do remember one time she unlocked the door and we went in and it was just a room of dolls shelves of dolls there was like a table in the middle just full of dolls i don't know why there were so many and nothing really happened with them but the house itself i saw a little boy pretty much every night he visited me i would wake up in the middle of the night and see him peeking around the corner of my bedroom door mm. and i still remember to this day he had brown hair he was very tiny probably like four or five years old white shirt blue overalls and I would always see him and my mom and dad of course didn't believe me but he never harmed me it just he was always looking at me when I was sleeping and then there was another figure that I would see and I don't know if they were connected at all but this one I would always see crawling on the ceiling and he was a little scary. Um, when I got scared, I would usually go to my parents' room and they would have me sleep in the living room <laughs> without them uh, when I got scared. So I would always see him crawling on the ceiling. It was just a dark figure just crawling around the ceiling. So I don't know if that was just my imagination, but I remember both of them significantly. I'm not cool with the thing crawling on the ceiling. I'm not either. I'm also not cool with the weird ambient noise in her thing. Because yes. it makes me feel like whatever she's seeing is with her. Right. Well, I think she might have just been in her car. I'm hoping or that's something. the case, but like there's sometimes where it sounds like she's saying something and it's like somebody's repeating it. Oh like, saying it Don't with her. Say Am I the it. only one that heard that? No, I was just hearing like like ambient noise. I, that's how I was at first. Okay. But then when she got to the end part and talked about the crawly thing, then I thought I heard like, like no. repeating. 
reading what she was saying. Stop it. This We actually got a, a woman reached out to us and said that she is a sound technician and that if we Ooh, ever wanted so yes, we'll please. send her Allie's audio and see if there's anything going on there. But pick up something. Do, yeah, Allie, if you're listening, please reach back out to us and let us know where were you um, yeah. and can you account for those weird sounds because it did sound a little oh, freaky in here. Freaky. And speaking of the dolls, okay, uh, why does anybody have a room full of dolls? Uh, I don't know. Rebecca and I both have gotten constant people sending us this link on Facebook. Yes, and yeah. this is coming from Amanda Owens Sanford. Would you read this? Okay, so this this Halloween, I guess, instead of doing Health on the Shelf, you should do um, a doll in the hall October. <laughs> Basically, what you do is you take a creepy Annabelle-type porcelain doll that your kids are already terrified of, Damn. and then you secretly start moving it around the house. My kids would never time. sleep again. <laughs> and she says, for extra festive touch, I put the doll right in bed with one of the kids. Oh my God. Like while they're sleeping? Yo, look at this other one. Trying I'm to kill your children. No, no, no. Don't do that to your children. So mean. That's Even just I am mean. like, that's too far. Was there another one? We need to get Rosie involved in this one. Right. Post Rosie's doll pictures. She should just start putting hers around the neighborhood. Oh my God. <laughs> There's just some town in Missouri oh, where I they're doing that. that. Yes. Yes. Look, okay. Mm. So if you want one Can of you Rosie's. you imagine that nun popping up in your bed? Oh, my God. The one no. that's not wearing any pants? Hell no. <laughs> but, yeah, Rosie's still trying to sell those awful dolls. So let reach <laughs> out to us if you want Rosie's help in um, terrorizing your children. Yeah. So, Rebecca, you should do these introductions because this is essentially your radio husband. <laughs> that's right. He yes. is. This is Jeff Miles from Miles in the Morning. Woo-hoo! Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. By the way, it's the first time I've met you, but we've been Facebook friends for a long time and I'm very excited to meet you in person finally. Ditto. And yes. isn't that strange how you can be like full on Facebook friends with somebody and you've never even really met them? Right. I, we've probably gone through like personal dramas in each other's oh, lives absolutely. together, yeah. you know, and then we're like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's very possible you and I have worked in the same building at the same time. Probably. I've uh, worked with pretty much everyone in this industry in yeah. radio at some point in time, which is sad because then a friend will say, oh, I ran into Joe Blow at such and such. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, well, you worked with him 45 and you're years like, ago. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, and I'm like, only so much that this brain can hold anymore. Right. So, you wanted to come in, though, because we have been talking about the Shining, specifically the Stanley, the Overlook. The Overlook. Hotel. Yes, yeah. and you said that you have a haunted hotel story. So, it's funny. We were actually doing, uh, we were yeah. talking about it on our show this week. and You inspired the show. This, this was, it, it's funny. My wife and I, we swear that we have a traveling ghost with us. Really? Yes. You're not alone. People mm-hmm. say that. That's what happens. They attach themselves to things. We're yeah. wondering if this may be where it started. But um, so this is uh, January of 2005. We were living in Oakland, California, because I'd taken a job in San Francisco there. And uh, we're staying at this really old hotel for, it was like the housing we had for a couple of months while we were there. And the entire time that we were there, uh, we kept hearing it sounded like there was a stampede above us. Really? The entire time we were like there. Like a family of 15 or something Correct. stomping around? So we didn't think anything of it. And don't get me wrong, there's already the creep factor of this place because it's old. It's in California. Sure. It's, in, it's in kind of a, I don't want to call it a shady part of town, but it was... But you know, a shady part of it's town. It's shady part things, of town. Yeah. Things could have gone down before, you know <laughs> right, what right, I mean? Right. Like yeah. maybe some murdery stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as we were checking out when we were leaving, they were asking us, how was your stay? I'm like, oh, it's great. And they said, were there any complaints? We're like, it's not a complaint. But I mean, it, it was funny. We, we heard the people above us, you know, for the entire time we're here. Right. And they were like, what do, what do you mean the people above you? <laughs> 
and my <laughs> wife and I look at each other like, well, what do you mean? Like, and they said, we're remodeling the floor above you. There's nobody up there. Like, they hadn't actually started any of the work yet. Oh, my gosh. Just it was just totally closed. empty. It was just completely empty. Like, yes. the floor was closed. There was no, again, they hadn't even started any kind of demo or anything like that. I mean, it sounded, we heard footsteps like, no. all the time. <laughs> right. And it sounded like small children running around and literally sounded like they were running up and down the halls. Right. Like making trips down and back multiple times every single night. They were like, no. Did it only happen at night? No, but no, it only happened at night. Oh. oh my God. Such as if somebody was staying there, they would be out all day. They right. come back to the hotel at night and they're hanging out and the kids are running, running around, around up whatever. and down the halls and there was nobody there. Oh my God. Nobody <gasps> there. Empty floor. Nobody there. This is a hotel that had to have been over 100 years old. Now, we heard from the people at the hotel oh, well, there was that time. <gasps> And they told us that a small child had died on that floor. Oh, no! Yes. That's horrible! So they were asking us, I mean, do you think that might have been that? it? We're like, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? At that point, you, uh, you're like, I don't want to know. Right? Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'd like so, to move on. Well, so and- we started looking, which I mean, searching the internet about this hotel. We saw nothing, nothing in the history. Dude, well, and, and yeah. you said there were multiple kids. There were yeah, lots of kids, kids, so it's not like it was just one. So, and it's one of those things where we heard from, like, yeah. A hundred years ago, they said that she had jumped out the window. That's horrible. It is horrible. Oh, and the craziest part is, is we now feel like I don't know if it's this particular ghost that has (laughs) followed us. You have a different one, or we have a different one. But we've had multiple times in multiple. We've moved around so much. You know how the radio business can be, and we've had multiple situations where, like, okay, we have a ghost in this house. There's no doubt. And where we live currently, obviously, we get up very, very early Mm -hmm. in the morning. I hear footsteps above me in our house currently Are to you the serious? point where I've gone before and I go upstairs and I'm like, did the kids jump in bed with my wife? And they're still in their beds, haven't moved. It's just the craziest thing. She yeah. followed you. You yep. totally brought That's her right. home. I think it's possible. Mm. I don't know. Did you guys get a lot of like ghost stories from people that had hotel experiences? We did. We yes. had a ton. We, it was we, awesome. Yeah. Just the other day, I ran into a girl at a party and this was at a and b Yeah. But she had heard that this place was haunted and she and her husband were laughing about it. And they went to bed that night. Dang it, I've been wanting to get her on, but they go to bed that night, and she said that her foot was outside of the sheet, Mm -mm. and she just felt this one little (laughs) finger go right up the bottom of her foot. I know. Nope. 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 It's funny until it happens to you, right? Yeah. And that's the other thing. We always always talk about how you don't believe it until it happens to you. You're either a skeptic or you're a a believer, and you're a skeptic until Until, something happens to make you a believer, Mm -hmm. I think. I think that's why most people are, yeah. yeah. I haven't slept with my feet outside of a blanket in probably like 30 years. Just because of that? Yeah. You're afraid? Because I know better. Yeah. I know better. That's how they get you. Yeah. Jeff, thank you so much for coming You're in. very That's welcome. Awesome thank you for story. having me. Yeah, yeah I appreciate thank you for it. coming. Yeah. Finally. A lot of fun. Yeah. We finally got to have I you know. on. So there's a phenomenon that we need to address real quick before we go, um, because I have had three different people in the past week reach out to me telling mm-hmm. me that since they have been listening to the podcast, they're having experiences. See, I think there's something to that. Well, okay. Because you've had stuff happening at your house. I had some weird things happen at my house before I moved. Right, Thank right. God, some other lady owns it now. Well, I, <laughs> one woman wrote to me and said she had some things happening and then she was having suicidal dreams. <gasps> now, for the record, I like if I know if anybody, I did it this time, but if 
anybody ever says the S word again, I'm going to just start posting a 1-800-SUICIDE yeah. hotline number because it's that scares, that, yeah, that scares me way more than any ghost. Same I'll tell here. you right there. Yeah. So if you're having like weird thoughts or, or something like that, that's not the podcast. I, this is supposed to be fun right, yeah. and kind of scary yeah. and everything. So I just wanted to address this because it is a thing. It's mm-hmm. been happening to you and I both. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to let everyone know Haunted AF is not giving you ghosts. No. Okay. I just, I don't want people to be scared. It's just freaking you out. It's freaking you out. And I know this for two reasons. First of all, because it's happening to me too. And also because of, uh, do you remember Dear David? The whole Dear David, is that what it was? The Dear David feed where the guy on Twitter was talking about how he's, he thought he saw this little boy in uh-huh. his room and he was posting this whole long feed about okay. it. So I was obsessed with the whole Dear David thing. I would go and like pull up the stories every day on Twitter. And while I was doing that, I started having experiences. Yeah. The same type of stuff that's happening now when I'm doing the ghost stories all the time. And I started getting freaked out. Mm-hmm. But then I found one day when I was pulling up my Dear David stuff, I found Dear David is a hoax. And somebody had gone <gasps> through and posted all these pictures to show how it was a hoax. Okay. After that, everything stopped. All of the things that I felt like I was experiencing. So you're like tricking your own brain basically. So I think that hearing all the ghost stories makes you hyper aware of your surroundings. Agreed. So it means that maybe you hear something, maybe the lights are flickering. They could all normally have very normal explanations, Mm -hmm. but because you've been listening to ghost stories, you feel like you're haunted. Yeah. Uh, It could be that. Or maybe you really are haunted as fuck. Maybe these ghosts have been here all along and now they're super excited because you're finally paying <laughs> yeah, attention right. to them. That so it like, could be. Yeah. So I honestly don't know. We don't have an explanation no. for that. We do know that Haunted AF is not giving you ghosts unless you want ghosts. If you want ghosts, then yes, yeah. it's totally happening. Listen more. <laughs> share it with more of your Listen friends. Listen to it multiple times over and over again. Yes. The more friends you share it with, the, yeah, more, the ghosts more ghosts you get. You get. So we didn't have a chance to talk about the Stanley Hotel. Right. We asked for Stanley Hotel stories last week and uh, we didn't get an opportunity to get into that. Yeah. But I did get a Stanley Hotel story that's pretty fantastic so he's working on that he's trying to pull together some photos for us and when you get a second go to Facebook and go to the Haunted AF page because we have found a haunted pizza place in Carrollton yes it's the Conerosa in Carrollton and they have video of weird stuff happening there there is one where it looks like this woman's hair is getting straight up pulled by nothing it's crazy it's crazy she looks like she's about to turn around and smack a bitch Uh and then she they got up they got up and left yeah so Rebecca and I are getting some pizza <laughs> it will better pull my hair. I know. You've got the hair. It's got to pull your hair. Pull it. So we'll let you know what happens on the next Haunted AF. All right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe, either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there. Got to say thanks to our board op, Ziggy Backer. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and to Andrew Mamalaga <laughs> for our theme song. Also, a shout out to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we have to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm going to come back and haunt you. Oh, I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. 